Hey everybody, superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Web Wine, episode 541 from October 26th, 1997, a Sunday night show. Starting out a new week with guest Sugar Ray, making their second known appearance of the Adam Carolla era, possibly their second known appearance ever on the show. They were previously booked a couple months back, and they did cancel last minute, but they actually made it this time. This is a studio tape, but the recording started late, so a minute to five minutes of the content is missing. It seems closer to a minute after the theme song uh, because of the remaining running time of the show. So really not missing much on this one. It's 99.8% complete. Trigger Ray would be some of the funnest repeat guests ever in the history of the show. They didn't appear that many times, but every time they do, the boys seem to like their attitudes, and everybody likes Mark McGrath, who does come back on the show solo in 2004, promoting his work on Extra, I do believe. As per usual, this will record in 1997. Some medical information may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Cathwood on Current Day Loveline. 1-800-LOVE-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook, Podcast One as well, and PodcastOne.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. Mahalo and get on. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. You will be going back in and doing another record. Well, that's the thing. We Not wanna... that it's uh, overdue or anything. I'm just... <laughs> no, no. Well, I mean, you know. Soon. We, uh, what we're going to do after this, uh, after this year, we're going to shut it down and like take probably a couple weeks off. And then uh, we want to start writing a record in like February, March, that, that time period, and hopefully get it out by the summer of next year. Because, uh, you know, I mean, us being fans of music, we don't want to do that sort of wait for two to three years to get another record out. Right. And we don't want to go flog Europe or go play Turkey or something like well, that. You know? Well, you know, what happens with some bands that we have on this show is, and uh, I'm not sure what month Floored came out. What month did it, it come out? It was the end of June. Yes. Okay. June 24th, I think. Okay, so uh, it's it's relatively new. Mm-hmm. See, some bands um, have a have a record that comes out, and it doesn't do anything for a year. And then all of a sudden, yeah. Then it does something, and they have to then tour like hell to support its success. So three years goes by without them making a record because of the sort of delayed situation. But this worked out in that you had a bunch of success pretty early (laughs) on. Really quick. Exactly. We're not not mad at it. We're going to go from sort of like the Beatles thing when they release two or three records during a year. You know what I mean? We'd like to get another record out by like July of next year. And that's what we're shooting for right now. That's not the game plan. Can you write when you're on the road? Uh, No, we can't. Most bands can, but we we tend to not. See, songwriters are uh, a weak point, and like you know, we didn't know being in band that that was something important to do, and now we're finding <laughs> that out. But uh, but no, you know, when we're 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 nailed to the gun, we can write. So um, that's some, you know, we're gonna do that in February, and like I said, get a record out hopefully at the end of uh, summer next year, have a single out in June or something. Okay. Well, uh, I don't know where Drew went. <laughs> Did anyone notice that Drew just got well, up I and left? No, I smelled something, and I think he went to take care of that. Oh, okay. So you just uh, smelt the uh, the calm before the storm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, imagine it's gonna be that kind of. Evening. Imagine his pager went off and he's on the phone, but I don't see him in there. Uh, it must on be the important. Phone. I think he's ordering a 40 bag. I think. All right, so we'll uh, we'll just punch up a call here and see what's going right. on. Marlon. Hi. Hey, you're 15. You're on with Sugar Ray. Oh, hi. What's uh, up, dude? Um, <laughs> Adam, I just wanted to say that you're like my hero, and I think you're a comedic genius. Why, thank you. So does my mom, Adam. I got to say that. Really? My mom. I, if you're listening, mom, it's Mark and your son. Yes, I'm, we haven't talked in a while, but. Adam, yes. She, she listens you. to the show. You're she mom. really does. She thinks you've got a, a real great comedic sense, and so do I. She's a little out of the demo, but we'll take it. Well, she's 36. Marla. Oh. So? Oh, she had you when she was... How old was she when she had you then? That's a joke. Oh, okay, yeah. good. <laughs> it wasn't that I was funny. trying to do some math there. <laughs> got a question there? Yeah, um, my problem is, is that like a week and a half ago, maybe two weeks ago, I walked in on my dad masturbating, and now he won't have anything to do with me. Right. Oh. 
big deal. Wow. He, he won't have, he, he's avoiding you because he's uncomfortable, right? Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it is. Well, I'm sure that's what it is, yeah. And uh, what'd you do, just walk into his room? Well, no, it was in the front bathroom, and the, the lock has a tendency not to work all the time, and I just sort of walked in and, uh, you know, sort of said, get out of here, and I shut the door and walked off, and we haven't talked since then. That's kind uh, of a bummer. How, how long ago was that? Um, about a week and a half ago, maybe two. I'm not too sure. All right. He has to now catch you masturbating <laughs> in order to <laughs> even <laughs> score. <laughs> Marlon, do you masturbate yourself? Um, yeah. Maybe yeah. it could be a shared father-son experience. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've done some weird things with my dad. <laughs> Tetherball uh, and the like. I, I'd imagine, see, if I caught my dad masturbating, it would put a crimp in my masturbation for at least a week. <laughs> There'd be a weird Christmas gift next time around. There definitely would be. But that, that's a rough situation. I don't know how to approach that. I don't think I'm qualified to approach well, that. Well, here's the deal. He oh. and, and you guys tell me if you agree. I don't think he's pissed off at Marlon. I think he's just that's uncomfortable. A, yeah, it's embarrassing. Like you made him shy about it. That, that, is, that is a bummer. It's something that time will heal, I feel. Well, I'll try talking to him, and he'll just, you know, he'll blow me off, not even want to well, talk. I don't know about that. But. Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, how sure are you that he he saw that you know what he was doing? Like, what if you said to him, hey, Dad, I don't understand what's going on with you. I walked in the bathroom the other day when you were putting in your contact lens, and now you're not talking to me. Like, what if you just pretended like you didn't uh, see it? Third eye blind. Huh? Well, I think he saw the shock on my face. <laughs> well, how, how into it was he? I mean, that's kind of important. Maybe he's just washing. Well, from the way it looked, he was pretty much into it. He's yeah, cranking, right? The sweat and the eyes closed. <laughs> hey, Marlon, look. I don't mean to laugh because it's a really disturbing situation that I'm sure I'd be bummed at too. And uh, I don't know how you handle that except you, maybe just communicating. You gotta just talk to him. Uh, I dude. think you better. You I think time is the only thing. You gotta go, Dad. Enough. You know, I saw. You know, I do it too. It's you like, know, I'm, I, I'm. You know, I, I, you know, I take showers with the guys. Whatever. You know, whatever you gotta do. Just like. It's open time to, up. Yeah. It's time to get that father-son bond going, is, dude. You gotta it? like, hey, Dad. I saw you. I do it all the time myself. You just gotta go with it, go there with it, dude, and he'll he'll come he'll come around, dude. I'm telling you. I don't know, but it is kind of weird. That's yeah. how me and my dad got close. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Man. You're talking about that. You guys used to paint rooms together. <laughs> exactly. All right, Marlon. White. Okay. Marlon, it's just it's gonna be something you guys laugh about in uh, about 70 years. <laughs> all right. No, it'll be a funny story a few years Eventually, from now yeah. when you get older. Well, just, that's weird, though. Usually, well, like, the kids are uncomfortable. You know yeah, usually, like, it's like, the kid that gets caught. Yeah, not right. The dad. But how do you recover from that, Adam? Seriously, man. <laughs> that's unreal. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how you bounce back from that sexually. Maybe we'll ask Dr. Drew, because maybe he's got uh, a new angle on that. Dr. Drew, that, what do you think? Okay. Because of his think, brother, uh, too. I think Drew's doing that right <laughs> yeah. now, actually. <laughs> Carl, you're 17. Yeah, hi. Hey. Up, Carl? Yo. Yeah, what's up, dude? All right, I'm going to hang up on you, Carl. <laughs> All right? Okay. All right. <laughs> I like a man who knows when he's beaten. <laughs> Teresa. Hi. Hey, you're 17. You're on with Sugar Ray. Yeah, hi, Sugar Ray. Hello. Teresa, you have a sexy boy. <laughs> I'm a horse, actually. I was at my No, you're not. You're a good girl. <laughs> oh, anyway. I'm all my voice is totally gone, but... Self-esteem. How are you guys doing? Good. I'm doing really good. Very good. The music is totally great. You're so nice. And you haven't bought a CD yet, I can tell you. <laughs> I just want to fly. I just, I just fly with the song. It's you cool. Know, just, Me too. Just go with it, baby. It. Just let it take you to the higher plane. That's, that's <laughs> um, well, actually, what I was calling about is not my voice, not music, but actually yeast. <laughs> um, bread. We all need bread. <laughs> every month, uh, sort of around my period, I get like this reoccurring yeast-like symptom. I've been to the doctor for it, um, and whenever I get checked out, they're like, oh, we don't see anything. You know, we just see your 
you. And I'm like, well, what is it, you know? It's really, and I, I don't, I'm like totally scared because I don't want to like get immune to like monostat or gynolotrimin or any of those over-the-counter things, then it won't work on me. Well, is that what you've been using? Yeah, and I use it for the seven days, however long it says, and it's like still reoccurring. So it's a decent amount of yeast. Like if you hit yourself in the abdomen, the uh, Pillsbury Doughboy would pop out of your crotch? <laughs> exactly, but it's like just the symptoms. It's really weird. God. Uh, like aromatherapy kind it's of. It's too bad uh, Drew isn't in the room. Hey, Drew. Oh, oh, my God. Boy, I thought we had a chips episode happening here. Drew, uh, we, we, have a, we have a yeast <laughs> question. <laughs> the parties of the, sher <laughs> the sheriff's back. Uh, Teresa wants to know about a reoccurring yeast infection. Right. Are you sexually active? Um, yeah. Is it the same guy? Uh, it's not a guy. And the same partner? Yes. And you guys, are you anything penetrating or anything of that sort? Um, just fingers. Okay. So and you're lesbian, Teresa? Yes. And how long have you been having these infections? I'm sorry? How long have you been having these infections? Um, ooh, since before. I had my sexual partner. How long? Uh, a mm, couple years now. Couple years. Do you want any medications? No, I have asthma, but it's physically induced, so I only take it when you know I need it. What do you take? Um, albuterol inhaler. Do you ever use the steroid inhalers? Uh, no. You ever been on a steroid? No, for a brief, brief, for like a week. Do you take antibiotics frequently for your? For uh, anything? no. And anything special with your diet? Uh, no, I can eat just about anything. Have you been checked for diabetes or any metabolic problems? Um, I haven't been diagnosed with anything. Okay, I, so I, not that I know of. Right. So much fun we're having before Drew came in right. here. So yeah, you yeah, notice that? You need to be, I know, I knew. I, I, he said it, party's but, over. Yeah, party's over, guys. It's like the I, PE coach and he makes you cough. You know? So <laughs> me medication, anything that changes the environment in there, the bacterial makeup of the, of the vaginal flora can cause yeast <laughs> infections, changes in your diet. Blood sugar problems, thyroid problems, well, things I can try eat, but I try and eat lots of yogurt. I, well, but look, it, it, how it's, long have you been a lesbian, Teresa? That's um, cool. I've been with my girlfriend for about three years now. Three years? Yeah. She's fourteen. So fourteen, yeah. Is she hot? Uh, that's yeah. Not, that's, really. that's, she that's, is. That's gambling material. Oh sure. You want to gamble? Sure, why not? All right, we're going to gamble on Teresa. Let me let me let me close the yeast chapter here, and that is. Um, there's a medication called Diflucan out there. A single dose, 150 milligrams, wipes out yeast. It's, sort of, it's so effective that all this business about yeast taking over your body and all that business that was going around five years. Remember that? No. Canada. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, it's, I, was, I was more, confused, though. More baloney. Yeah, more <laughs> BS for people to uh, create press over. And, uh, and it doesn't hurt. You know, this, they can be eradicated easily. You may not have had sufficient or complete eradication of the yeast yet, and that might be part of the problem. But is that a prescription? Yeah. Okay. Why can't you get that kind of stuff over the counter? Because mm, we live in America. Okay. All right, you guys got any money? Where's my wallet? Yes, Everyone get a dollar out. We're going to gamble on Teresa. Okay. Um, she's been a lesbian and has had the same partner since she was 14. I don't I quite know, know what, that, what that says, but we're, it says something. We're doing good. I'll put two <laughs> out, too. Bucket. Oh, no, we're just going a buck a piece. Please. Oh. Yeah. Listen, we, hey, man, we, we have had a good year. We don't, a have good a, year. <laughs> two bucks. we don't have a platinum record here. <laughs> all right. Well, we do. So. <laughs> all right. You want to put two bucks out? Uh, God bless you. I'm putting you a buck out. I'll though. put it all in because I'm going to eat it all in. Okay. All right. So, Drew, would you like to go first? You got no. a feeling about this. Uh, I'm going to um, put pressure on the band. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Abusive father. Abusive father. Yeah, and okay. then absent. Yeah, like really abusive, like probably sexually inappropriate. Maybe not overt, 
you know, intercourse. How can you be abusive and absent? Just (laughs) come into town, beat the crap out of your daughter and leave? And then gone when she's like four or five. Okay, so that is her uh, past. Mark, you want to venture a guess? Doesn't know her dad. Mom's my best friend. Mom's her best friend. All right. Well, that's uh, that's, uh, absent dad, but we'll see about mom being best friend. Rodney? Uh, Perhaps latchkey kid, neglected by mom, and no father. Rodney's seen a lot of after-school specials. Yeah. Huh? Well, Easy, Donahue. All right. Craig? Uh, had a, an abusive boyfriend. Ooh. Early. And, uh, yeah, early on, and uh, chose to go that way. Okay. <laughs> uh, Tell me I'm right. He's got the I'm, dice. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to go with excelled at softball at a real fine, early fine, edge. Fine. Uh, <laughs> no. Um... Uh, Bobby Sox. I will go with uh, abuse. Yeah, dad absent uh, uh, sexual abuse by uh, someone other than dad, like a neighbor, okay, something right, like right, maybe right. a cousin, the something uncle like to that. Play Santa. Right. Teresa? Uh-huh. All right, what is the story on your past? Actually, Mark, Rodney, and Drew are almost correct. I think Mark was the closest. Um, yes, my dad's not around. What's that? My dad's not around. Mark yeah. was the closest. And right. your mom's your best friend, right? Yeah. Oh, give me all the cash. Any, hey, any, wait, I don't mean to celebrate, but, Teresa, if you give me a number, we can go out together. Any any sexual <laughs> abuse? Um, Not that I can remember. I do remember being with my dad, like, once. I only remember one time. Physical. And he Are got really remember? mad at me because I put my elbows on the table. But it, I... Ooh, any, I know that technique. Any other thing than that, Ooh. I haven't the slightest idea. You mean you were physical with your dad once? No, no, no. No, you just saw your dad once. He was like, don't put your elbows on the table. And I was like, okay. And I was really scared ever since then. But nothing. struck you? No, no. He means like she was eating and she put put her elbows on the table. He went, don't do that. That's our uncool sort of protocol. Only memory of dad. Can I take this, by the way? Yeah, I think you can. I mean, I have a picture of him, but. All right, so dad's out of the picture. How old were you when he left? Um. Oh, wow. I think I was about two. And how old were you when you lost your virginity? Uh, I was 15. I had just turned 15. Oh, okay. So you'd had your lesbian girlfriend for a year, and then you lost your virginity? Yeah, we were friends. We had been friends, and she came out, and I came out, and we came out together. Like Valentine's, or were you guys together? I mean, that's kind of weird. Fagan? Yeah. All right, so, uh, so, uh, but never any sexual abuse. Uh, no, not that I can, not that I've ever been told, not that I can ever recall. Okay, flashback. and your mom's, your mom's your best friend. That's overrated too. Well, yeah, pr- well, for a while she wasn't. When I first came out, we weren't, but we're slowly but surely getting back there. All right, all right. She's. Uh, uh, well, we all, we all were under the impression that Dad was not on yeah, the there, scene. Yeah, yeah. But, but after Drew went first, we're all like sort of fell in line. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a very good point. Thank you. All right, it's yeah, no, he's easy to make fun of, but when he when he makes that guess, <laughs> we we all we all adhere to it. Right. He is the guy who went to school. All right, so. Um, Teresa, mm-hmm. do you, uh, I know you're not going to be able to answer this question, but do you feel in your heart of hearts that you're a lesbian, or do you feel that you're a lesbian that was sort of um, cajoled into becoming a lesbian because your dad was absent? No, I don't really think so. I feel that I am, I've known since, I know, I've known something was different since I was about seven or eight. I mean, I just knew that something was different. Not necessarily you're, you're treading wrong, on but just different. Difficult. When you ask that kind of question, it, it's, it's hard to answer. Yeah. I'm so not sure how do you know. I mean, this is not confusion. This is a clear sexual orientation. Right. And how people get to that place, whether it's biological or environment, whatever, they're there, they're there. 
There's, there's not much change in it. Yeah, but... Although, although women are more flexible and whatnot, but they, still, it, it's usually a fixed orientation part of their person now. Their yeah, self. but all, all I'm saying is, is if someone was uh, horribly abused by their dad, their grandpa, their uncle, and their brother, they would become lesbian because they hated men. And then maybe five years later, they get some counseling and whatnot, and they clear up a few issues they have with men and find out that they uh, have a, an attraction mm -hmm. to men again mm -hmm. because they've cleared up mm -hmm. this abuse issue. It, it tends not to work like that, but yeah, I understand what you're saying. All right. We get fragile minds dealing with like complicated situations. You know what I mean? It, it's. Uh, I'm wrong. I think I'm correct. It, it's amazing how uh, one's sexuality is cast so early in one's life, and how it's uh, how it's it's sort of very delicately and precariously balanced. Well, let me ask, like, what what constitutes normal upbringing and like sort of like delving into a normal sex life? You know what I'm saying? I mean, don't we all have our own sort of weird criterion that we all sort of like process and then go through and sort of exercise? Yes. I, uh, I think so. Whatever he said, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and no, there's no, more chances right. to work and, out and when you're in a band yeah, that's not the liquor talking. No, the question is what is pathological and what isn't? Right. What, what should we make? You know, What's something, right, Something that's treatment, something that doesn't. And this is, you know, an area of big uh, controversy. Really, it is. I mean, I, I'm, it, I'm sure it is. That's why I'm asking. You know? uh, well, because am I correct? Just because you know I was excelled at tetherball and then I uh, masturbated perfectly at 14 and then I was like divergentized at 17. Am I correct? Yeah, what What is normal? You know what I mean? Well, I I think there is. Uh, I'm not. I'm not I, joking here. You can laugh. I'm serious. Because no, like I hear people call in all the time. And go, well, I did this and that, and they've got their own set of like variables that happened to them, and I'm like, well, this is what happened to me, and like, but. You know what I mean? Right. Well, I, it's like a sort of chicken and the egg uh, argument. I don't really care what people are up to. I mean, I don't care uh, what their fetish is or whether they like their own sex it's or a different sex or what color of. the sex is. No, no, we don't no. judge. I, I don't care. judge yeah. them. I don't really yeah. care. My only concern is that they're into whatever they're into mm -hmm. because they're into it. Right. Not that, that it's a defense right. against something else Not rather because than something they they're just genuinely into. beaten into it when right. they were young well, yeah. or, or well, understanding who you are, I guess. Right. It, it's, it's being, again, you know, our, 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 it's being consistent <clears> and... and uh, voice is hard to say. It's dealing with reality on reality's terms and not defending against it and mm -hmm. dealing consistently with who we are as ourselves and seeing other people realistically in relation to ourselves. And being comfortable. And with if, who you, if you something are. interrupts all those things, then we're questioning. I, I follow. All right. We got to go to break. Drew, you want to sell the next call before uh, we come back? Uh, I had. Uh, uh, what are you, you pissing about? I have a good you were gone for 15 minutes. I know. Here's <laughs> a. Uh, how about a question for Sugar Ray? Huh? All right. All right. Well, when we come back. That's a sellout. <laughs> Man. What a body. Love Line will be right back with more innuendos that could get you in trouble. Dig those crazy bumpers. Hey, get away from my car! Wow. What a power plant. Are you considering buying a new computer? Are you dealing with slow PC performance? Well, then listen up, because there's a way to save hundreds of dollars and give your dying PC a second life. It's called AVG PC Tune-Up, and it's brought to you by AVG Technologies, the online security company with over 200 million active users. Here's how it works. PC Tune-Up digs deep into your computer and fixes trouble areas. It performs over 35 functions, cleaning up hidden junk from Windows apps, deleting useless and duplicate files, and optimizing programs to speed up PC startup and shutdown. And best of all, it works automatically. 
PC TuneUp continually monitors your PC to find problems and performance bottlenecks, and it runs routine maintenance when you're away from your PC. So when you return, it runs like it's new. The end result is a faster, cleaner, longer-lasting PC. So don't go wasting your money on a new computer. Get AVG PC TuneUp. Right now, AVG is giving listeners like you a 10% discount on PC TuneUp. Just head over to AVG.com slash save and save 10% right now. That's AVG.com slash save. You'll save 10% and your computer will be running like new in no time. And to prove it, these folks are putting their money where their mouth is. They've got a 100% money-back guarantee. So you've got nothing to lose here. Go to AVG.com slash save. That's AVG.com slash save. Hey, this is Peanut from 311. You're listening to Loveline with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. I hope you're learning something. All right, and uh, this is Adam from uh, Loveline, and that's Dr. Drew. And the phone number, 1-800-LOVE-191, fax number 310-854-4455. Mark, Rodney, and uh, I'm not quite sure where Craig is of uh, Sugar Ray are in here tonight. We're glad to see him. It's been about four or it was about four months, yep. and um, it's great to be back. Uh, they're just uh, riding the crest of life at this point, and ah. I must say, enjoying it. They look very spry. We're a having lot a of good time. We've been working out. Well, you can tell. Yeah, so, new clothes. Not, not uh, it's it's not getting to them. No. You know what I mean? They're still the same guys. Not not the rock and roll excesses. We haven't yeah. done that yet. We well, haven't met Jimmy Page yet, <laughs> but we're still putting it out there. No, you know what? We're having a good time. Wait, look. We're from Newport Beach, California, right? Right. And uh, K-Rock uh, was fed. We East fed. Bluff, as I remember. East Bluff. Yeah, East yeah. Oh, Dr. Drew. Jeez, oh, God, you know too much. You're like, you're like you know, big brother, George Orwell. <laughs> but, uh, but it's like, it's a joke to us, you know what I mean? It's not a joke. It's really real and really great, but it's just, it's, it's like Fantasy Island, you know what I mean? It's like it we're is. waiting for a tattoo to go, all right, the tour is over. You go home now, you know? Well, it's good, though. It's kind of refreshing because a lot of bands struggle for a long time, and their, their, their carrot at the uh, end of the stick is that they get played on the radio and that they sell CDs and that they get to do the Tonight Show and that they have success and that they make money. And then when they get there, they seem really bitter Miserable, and disappointed yeah. about the whole situation. God, I hate being on TV. Man. Oh, and this platinum record thing hanging in my bathroom really stinks. All right, like, well, the- <laughs> I don't understand the mentality because you know why? Because we're music fans. We're fans of music, and that's it. And that's as far as it goes. And hopefully, I could be mean to you like in a year, Adam. I you know, hope I guess- so too. <laughs> These guys are neighbors that grew up. Uh, remember this? In the neighborhood of somebody we know. He said he had a short memory. Remember? Uh, yeah. Who? Susan. Susan, your wife? Yes. All right. Neighbors. Well, don't don't be so cryptic, Drew. We talked about it at length last time they were on the yeah. show. Dr. Like, Drew yeah. is about family and people. He's yes. a man of value, which I love, which is missing today in the 90s. It's like if you're married for six years, it's like, wow, what a Wait, great marriage. Like, you guys just change, change places. <laughs> oh. Listen, I wish we could change places. <laughs> go out on road with the band. No, you don't. How's your singing? No, because that thing I on my testicle won't go away. So. <laughs> that's, I got my own personal question. That's yeah. my hand, by the joking. way. <laughs> All right. Nice why, why did I try with him? Why? I'm out. Uh, I'm done. Uh, all right. Uh, it is uh, Hayden, who's 19. Pat. What's up, Adam? Drew Sugar Ray. You guys hey. rock. What's going on, Hayden? What's up, dude? Um, I saw you guys up in Fresno, and the only disappointment I had was I didn't hear Big Black Woman. 
Yes, uh, you did, and I'm disappointed in you for not knowing that. You were there at that Fresno radio show, and yeah. I'll be damned if we didn't play Big Black Wolf. Yeah, we did it. it man. Now, I'm a little disappointed in you. We did it. We did you it. Know, maybe your ears were plugged from Fianna Apple set, but we definitely <laughs> played Big Black Woman. Have you guys ever played with Smash Mouth? Yeah, yeah we toured yeah. with them. Yes, wouldn't, we have. wouldn't that be a great combo? We played yes. with Smash Mouth for two months and had the best time ever of our yeah. lives. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. might be in town. Right as their single is yeah. coming out, They might too. be in town because they're shooting a video tomorrow with our friend McGee, who's a great director. Hello, McGee. Yes, we did tour Smash yeah. Mouth, and you know what? And her, we'll our tallies were the same. And it, the you're guy, right, you're the same kind of. A lot of poo poo yeah. pee pee humor, yeah. and no one was interested but me and Steve, the singer. And that was, right. It was fun. That was. Yeah. I guess the Adam's like, he's giving me that, you know. He's cut like line. a uh, young Ed Asner. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> who, me or him? Uh, Steve. <laughs> okay, yeah, thank who, God. Who likes a good fart joke? Yeah. <laughs> who doesn't, though? The uh, Smash Mouth. Hey, let me tell you my crowning achievement of uh, last weekend. Drew, I know you've heard this, but uh, you guys could certainly identify with this, and certainly the Smash Smash Mouth guys could. I was in my kitchen with one of my buddies, and uh, even though I'm 33 years oh, old, yeah. uh, I, I already like we're it. still getting a big-time farting competition. Yeah. You know? And the competition ranges from the fart in the car where he rolls up the windows and locks them. And turn the heater and on. The locks heater the window on, on. And locks the door because oh. I'll try to open the door and flap it around. To the oh. see if you can get the guy to feel something on the linoleum How of the fun kitchen is that, floor. And then the plant went on his head. But here was my crowning wow. achievement. So me and this guy have been going at it all wow. night and, and all year. God, I love you. And I, I had him in the kitchen and I, we just eaten. I was putting away some stuff. I made a pot of coffee and I had a big can of uh, unground coffee, you uh -huh. know, the whole uh. coffee bean. <laughs> right. But there's about an inch worth of bean at the bottom of this <laughs> cylinder-shaped can that was about eight or nine inches tall, mm -hmm. and I just put it up against my butt while he, he, <laughs> now, he had the garbage disposal going, so he couldn't hear it, and I just filled the can. Just <laughs> <laughs> and then I took the can... And uh, I just, right from my ass to his face, and I said, oh as God. I was putting smell the can to his face, I said, oh, smell that fresh roast coffee. And he just put his nose right down the can and went. <laughs> Farts are never oh. not funny. That was huge. Uh, huge. You know I can make a guy throw up. Mark. Oh, I did a victory oh, dance oh, in, my, in my kitchen. Uh, I've made my girl throw up many a time. I give the Dutch oven under the, under uh, right. the comforter. No. Yeah. It's like, wow, well, it's, it smells, the breeze is great. And then she pulls up and then like. You know, but, it's like Agent Orange. No, we do this face. thing on a bus, too, man. We all lean our asses out the, our bunks. Oh, yeah, yeah, and just yeah. blow farts all night and close the doors in both ends of the bunk. Because on a bus, the air gets regurgitated. Right. So if you have some nice, say, like, <laughs> and I love truck stops, and I'll get two corn dogs, cheese whiz, and, like, some tortillas, right. and it's over. I killed these guys. Maybe you want to take a taxi from Philly to New York. You remember that? It's, uh, Don't it's, get on our bus, man. It, it's, it's, oh, boy. It's, you know you're serious when you actually start planning your meals yeah. around. <laughs> affect others what you're doing uh, even drew over here who's a doctor uh, one time about a year ago we jumped into the back of a limousine yeah. as soon as the door slammed I let a huge one go because there's that downtime when the limo driver slams the door. It's going to take him about 10 seconds to get into the car. So that I let window that, of opportunity. Let the big one go. And Drew looked at me, and he was I've never seen him this serious before in his life. He goes, he goes don't F with me, man, because I'll start eating onions. Because, Drew, you know what does it for you, right? Uh, but Drew threatened me. He's a doctor, and he was so deathly serious that I, uh, did I apologize? And I you, rarely... You, 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 uh, you shrinked into the corner. Yeah, I was like, hey, sorry, man, it's cool. You know Drew's got access to the good pills that can really set one off. You know what I mean? You oh, know yeah. that's Woo. right. So I'm not worried about what, Dr. Drew. What are those pills? 
If I could into man, they constipate you forever. Now, I just recognize every female listener is clicking off right now. Oh, they love it. No, they, they love they, good gas And where are you? That's and, how you they keep have to walk women. out of the room. That's they, what I was going to say to you guys. Like, this, this why is that such a dude thing? It, 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 women do not get this. But you know what? To love us is to smell us. Well, that's what guys That's do. how uh, you keep your women. I'll tell you what the female equivalent hey, to this is. Hey, we talked about yeast earlier, didn't we? Right, it's talk about the periods and the yeast yeah. and that that's sort of That's not funny for them. Hey, well, that's you know what? not funny for us Do either. your girlfriends or wife's laundry for a week, and you will see the surprises in what they lurk, okay? So don't even <laughs> exactly. F with me. Yeah, they don't wow. laugh about it. Yeah, well, laugh. neither did I, man, okay? So it was unreal. All right. True, please. You're, you're part woman, and you enjoy a good <laughs> oh, farting story. True, woman. Hear him, rough. <laughs> All right. Uh, Aaron. Yeah. What's going on? You're 14 year old with Sugar Ray. Yeah, hi, Sugar Ray. What's up, Aaron? Hello, Aaron. Um, I have a question. My mom's going through chemotherapy because she, she has breast cancer. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering um, if I heard that you lose your hair. Yeah. And why wouldn't you lose your body hair either? You can. Um, it's the more rapidly turning over cells in the body that, that die. And so the, the hair, which is a very rapidly uh, producing. So what about your fingernails? Something like that. Fingernails can be affected, but it's more the lining of the colon. Which is, these are areas that cells are constantly being produced and sloughing off. And so when they aren't being able to reproduce properly, things doesn't function right. You get diarrhea, that sort of thing. Yeah, Hair yeah. falls out. But also, um, it might, uh, my, uh, most of my family died from cancer, so could I get that? What, ki what kind of cancers? Um, mostly colon and breast cancer. Yeah, colon and breast do go together. Here's the good news for you. They do? Wow. Yeah, in terms of heredity. Uh, the good news for you is obviously breast cancer is not going to be an issue, and colon cancer can be totally prevented with regular screening. Okay, there's a thing called a colonoscopy where a doctor can look up through the colon with a scope and pull out and remove any of the little growths that predispose or develop into cancers. Mm -hmm. So you know if you have a very high family history, probably your risk ought to be assessed by a gastroenterologist. But probably around the age of 30 or 35, they will begin screening you. Almost every year. But the good and news is, is you're 14. By the time you get into the trouble zone, 35, 40 years from now, uh, hopefully technology will have advanced. But, but I mean, where were we 40 years ago I with this? Stuff? My point is, we've already taken care of the one that he has to concern himself with, and that's colon cancer. There's no reason you should ever get colon cancer, no matter how intense your predisposition. All right. So okay. uh, what Drew's saying is, uh, take the cigarette out of your mouth only long enough to get the chili dog in it. Okay. Is that what you're saying, Drew? No. Okay. Good luck to you, Aaron. Thank you. All right, Thank Aaron. You, good luck. Good. Yeah, trouble. I just had trouble. I'm having trouble expressing myself now for some reason. But hair, hair on the head has a quicker life cycle than hair on the body, and so it's more apt to fall out. Right, in unless to you're like suppress uh, the growth. You, unless you have eyebrows like mine, which uh, <laughs> fall off and recycle. <laughs> you, do, you do have the Gallagher brothers uh, sort of eyebrow thing. Yeah, it's, really. It's uh, becoming uh, on you. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what people say when they're trying to be nice. <laughs> I really uh, don't like it, but. The hair on your head rejuvenates uh, faster than... Uh, although, I'll tell you a thing that's weird, uh, talking about hair. And Drew, uh, you can tell me why. You guys are uh, not at this stage of your life. But I swear to God, like ear hair and nose hair... Increase. Start growing? No, 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 starts hair. going nuts. I just it, bought it, my first old? pair of nose clipper things for nose hairs. Oh, it's really? Unreal. Whoa. It's unreal. I'm sitting there checking myself out like I usually do in the morning. And um, I'm looking in the mirror and I see like little touchy-feelies coming out of my nose. It was such a bummer. So I bought like the safety scissors with the round thing at the end. Right. And I, I, I cut them. It was so disturbing. Wow. But I had to do it. I had to do it. I really did, you guys. 
guys. At what well, age? No, what about body hair? No joke. Rodney and Craig's a good thing to fart on, by the way, if you uh, find it uh, left unattended in advance. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Uh, I don't know what it is, but from um, 33 now up until the age of 29, 30, never even noticed a ear hair, right. anything yeah. coming out of my ear. Yeah. Now I'll, I'll pull a hair out, and I swear wow. to God, uh, that time the next day I'll see another one yeah. in what? its place. So what is that, Drew? I don't know. But why does that happen? Boom, like right at the end of the 20s, all of a sudden it just yeah. starts uh, starts jumping out. Phenomenal. Mm. Look at the hair on my head. What about it? Was my, it was the same color as yours two years ago. Right. Really? It that turned, uh, yeah. turned no, silver. No, it was not. Wow. His triplets did it ago. to him. You've always had like, beautiful hair like you have now. No, I had, I had this color. Like, so, you uh, did not? Look, my, we were watching, listen, we were watching home videos a couple, about three or four days ago. My kids go, Daddy had black hair. Thought, oh my goodness! <laughs> it really has I looked at it. It's like this color. Well, what about downstairs, Drew? You, you, <laughs> did that make the change? Fine. Okay. It's fine. Just, that's okay. Just Let's check it. Anyway, fine. so uh, Jim from <laughs> Detroit. All right. So uh, Drew, why don't you uh, do a better job of selling the next call? <sighs> are, are we playing a song now? No, we're going to a break, but we'll come back. We'll play a song, and uh, all right. Here's you find Carl, something? who has a preoccupation with very young women. Okay, that's something we can hang out with. Let's put out the lights and go to sleep. Honey, turn off the radio. It's got a bad, Sorry. big day. Good night, honey. Honey, did you hear that? I didn't hear anything. Dad? Go to bed, honey. But didn't you just hear... I hear nothing. What about... You're hearing things. I'm the human goose! Yeah, You're but... too late. Loveline will be right back. And please, be on the lookout for Earl, the human goose. This is Dr. Drew for True Car. Everyone is talking about transparency these days, a word you hear a lot, because people want it. So when it comes to making a big purchase, like perhaps buying a new car, you expect some transparency in the buying process. This is a process that gives you the confidence to know you're getting the fair deal, right? So you can really look at all the details. To understand the power of transparency, you need to check out True Car and True Car's mobile app. True Car not only can configure the car you want and how you want it, but you can see what others actually paid for the same car you're looking for down to the zip code, so right in your area, you see the very same car. So you know what you can expect to pay for the car you want. Pretty transparent, right? And once you decide on that car, you can lock in guaranteed savings on an average over $3,000 off MSRP. Then you're connected with a trusted True Car certified dealer that will honor your savings without any negotiation, no shenanigans. So when you're ready for a new, transparent car buying experience, save time, save money, and never overpay, download the True Car app today. This is Tori Amos, and you're listening to Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Yes, you is. And um, Drew, if you're listening, it's time to begin the show. <laughs> Mark, Rodney, and Craig are all here from Sugar Ray. And uh, I'll tell you what we'll do, because uh, otherwise we'll uh, never get to it. Although... Mark wanted to hear something from Flock of Seagulls. God darn it. I we, really do, though. I, I know. I Never never have you met a more selfless band than uh, Sugar Ray. Uh, usually we have bands in here, and we'll usually play a song or two, and they'll be arguing why they can't play the whole side <laughs> of the CD. But not Sugar Ray. They, no, no, no. Uh, they prefer to hear uh, something out of the uh, Westwood One Music Vault, which I, which yes. I hear which is Which I close. know is deep. 
I know it's cool. And the, you know, they're like, but we have record companies. It exists. Here, so like, we got to hear some your record, right. your record company fed you the biggest line of crap in the world. <laughs> but there's, know, there's no library of music here? still tastes bad. Only like the Westwood One Radio. Like, they, <laughs> I bet they have, like, the first rat demo that says, you think you're tough? Oh, like, oh yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So, like, you can't fool me. <laughs> oh, they have, uh, like, uh, uh, the uh, King Biscuit Flower. Flower, yeah. Uh, <laughs> rat 1976. What's your group, Rod? The Prairie Wolves. Playing your their Prairie high league. school prom. <laughs> right. Totally. Like Crew's first gig at the Starwood, right? Yeah, so, oh, yeah. Uh, they have it here. But uh, <laughs> but because uh, the name of the game is uh, selling records, we're going to hear something Pollution. off of Floored, and this one is called RPM. Sounds uh, like my uh, radio when I switch it to AM and I'm driving. Thank you. Yeah, Sounds like, like that the, game. Uh, you no, not the whole song, buddy. just the end there with the uh, like dyno oh. tuning channel. <laughs> Sounds like that coffee can, huh? <laughs> oh, that was so <laughs> classic, man. <laughs> oh, and you know that that smell just brewed in there, and no pun intended. You know I'm what I mean? I'm stealing now. I'm biting that one. It, okay, it, that's good. It was just, uh, it was diabolical. See, Adam, we used, to, we used to cup them with our hands, but yeah. I don't think it retained the sort of uh, aroma. That... Well, yeah, coffee holds smells. Like, you know, you can hide stuff in coffee. or You can put pot in there if you're going to Europe. Exactly. Or, you know, well, when you do that hand wave, which I've done many a time. <laughs> it was just fun. I've actually, infl- I do it to myself. Yeah, it's too. a great visual, too. You know what, dude? I've done hand that, too. Wave. I've done that, too. No, you know when you know, cup your own fart and then put it in your own face? And I, my mom's killing me right now because she hates when I talk like this. But, Mom, I know you've done it, too. I remember when you were at Boston College and you, you cupped your own fart once. But <laughs> you can get radical smells off that oh, yeah. your own hand. So a coffee a coffee can could be on. <laughs> hey, there's Dr. Duke. Quatch. All right. Fun's <laughs> over, guys. Drew's, uh, Drew's here and the party's over. You all right, Drew? It's getting out of business now. Yeah, you, you, you always give me grief, Adam, for not being involved enough in the show. But would yes. you rather I kind of move in and out? Yeah, kind of would. much more fun that no, way. But I'd like to see a, 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 a nicer, friendlier Dr. Drew for the 90, 97, 98? Maybe. Yeah, maybe not that true. Maybe 98. Yeah, all right. We'll put that as. Uh, but I do Sorry. enjoy his expertise. I'll put that on my wish need list. <laughs> Sugar Ray's here. Drew, you want to put that board somewhere where I can see it? Thank you. And you got to get a new marker there, Drew. No kidding. That is Mike. pathetic. <laughs> Look at that. Carl. Yo. You're 17. What's going on? Yeah, I've got like a preoccupation with really young girls. How who, young? Who doesn't? <laughs> Excuse oh, me. Like just barely changing. Yeah, I don't know, like depending. Like 10. 10. Wow. Yeah. But he's 17, so that's all right. Something, ha- something happened to you when you were 10? No. Nothing. Liar. What, uh, have, you, have you ever acted on this, Carl? No, I just kind of want to know what it comes from. And like, It's something that, what are the feelings you have towards these girls? Oh, it's just like lust, you know? It, it, you don't wish them ill? No. Do you want to save them or rescue them? I mean, no, no. Like you that. just have a physical thing. For it's them. just like an attraction. Do you and fantasize about them? Yeah. And when you were that age or younger, anything ever happened to you funny? Nothing happened to me, no. Mm, 
Drew doesn't believe it. Thanksgiving, 86. <laughs> you sure? Well, when, what happened uh, to me? Uh, Uncle, really, that's... Uncle Lou said, who stuffed yeah. the turkey? Where's the stuffing? Where's the mashed potatoes? Nothing, hmm. Carl? No, I mean, unless it's really deeply repressed. Are okay. you into pornography a lot? Uh, yeah. Oh, well, Rob, so have you been to Sweden lately? Ah, do oh. they, uh, what, what kind of stuff do you look at? That, uh, that, um, kitty stuff? Well, I don't have any child porn. All right. But, but like, but, on the internet, I don't know, just, uh, like, drawings and things like that. Nothing, like, real graphic or disgusting or anything like that. Well, here's the question. You're, you're 17, so when you're, um, 24, do you think you'll be into 17-year-olds? Or still 12-year-olds. I don't think it's like a progressive thing. You, you're stuck at 10. You, you'd be yeah. stuck at 10. And you, do you have any attraction to same same age uh, girls? Oh, yes, that too. That too, but there's also yeah. something stuck back there. He just there. loves women. The, you know, the, the reason we're going after the sexual abuse is that what the most common thing, at least that we oh. deal with, that causes young people to be stuck at that stage of development. It's what causes them to then become abusers in the future. They, they're sort of fixed in that sexual orientation. Uh-huh. And very often they have a sense that they're going to save, rescue those kids. They have some sense that they're going to help them in some way, you know, from their abusive parents or whatever, and they develop these bizarre sexual relationships with them. But, uh, you know, I suppose there's a big difference between having this and being able to contain the behaviors and having it not being able to contain it. Uh, yeah, it's I, the difference between uh, being free and being yeah, uh, incarcerated. Or, uh, yeah. like so there's, there is that, and it sounds like you're able to contain this, and you understand they're wrong, and you don't you don't act on them. But I would think you'd want to get more into why you're having this part of yourself is so stuck there. And I, I, yeah, I, the only, I'm the yeah, the only I, way I, that changes is with treatment, frankly. But it's no. cultural, though. You know, in Holland, I, I think it's... Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Actually, I'm, not, I'm throwing something out there. Not age 10. Well, not age 10, but I think... 14's uh, consent over 14's there, isn't it? okay. Yeah, but for, it, it, that's what I'm one is a child, the other is post-pubertal. I mean, that's true. Very what am different I talking about? Craig, Craig, be quiet. It's like, uh, it depends. Don't go for you know, like, I don't know, just like when they're starting to change. Right. I, I understand. You know, I, I, don't really, I don't really... I'm not, like, attracted to girls that, you know, haven't... Most of the time, not attracted to girls. It, it, like, it may be just some unresolved part of yourself. It probably, you know, some. It has to be. And here's the sad part, really, is that Carl is right in the great sexual wheelhouse of 17 years old. Yeah. You know, I mean, in that testicle I, pulse zone. You I, know? Uh, you know, if you're fantasizing, Carl, about 10 year olds, I fantasize about 17 year olds, and that's acceptable for you. You really should be taking advantage of that. You're weird, Adam. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you, you know, you guys know what I'm Look, saying. Well, let me tell you something, okay? I'm in my late 20s. I want to, a woman never, you know, divulges her age. But, uh, I, I mean, you know, an 18-year-old is great for me. And, like, why? It, it, look, society sets a standard, and that's how it is, and God bless it. You know, and it, 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 it protects people. Right. Protects I, young people. Yeah, Dr. Yeah. Drew, yes. I, I, you said it. You, you said let it. Me, you, you, you know, you almost no. slapped me. You almost you slapped me. You almost did. <laughs> but, uh, and, and that's how it should be. And uh, I think maybe being a 17-year-old like Carl is, and, and God bless him, that they're just impulses and that they're going out of the parameters of societies right now. But, dude, you're not weird. Just don't act on them. And just, you know, just just, just grow up and enjoy. Yeah. All right. I'll second that. Then nothing, when you were 12 or 10, your parents didn't break up or something? Well, actually, my parents had a divorce, but I still see both of them. Mine, too, when I was 12. Mine, too. But that, you understand that that that's, something happened to him then that caused him to kind of stick in that that state of development. Try to he wants to go back and retrieve that piece mm-hmm. of himself. Right. But and maybe not though. I mean, you know, this whole like you know psych, psychoanalysis thing is so radically like it, it's just I don't know. What am I talking about? 
Well, the point is he may resolve it in, in normal development anyway. It may just kind of pass. I, I, I think right. so. You're right that way. I think way. the guy's cool. I don't think, you know, you sound like a normal guy. And, like, I mean, you can only, you know, what do you can tell over the phone? But, like, I just think your impulses are real and, you know, feel them. But just don't, don't act, act on them. them. You right. know what I mean? Just, just, and as you get older, bro, things get a lot easier. They certainly do. They really do. At least he's realizing. Do I get a dollar for the divorce? That was a good call. Yeah. I don't well, who care? Everyone's parents were divorced. God, I would write that. Dr. No, no, Drew, I would hope no, you would know. No, he said 12 and there were 10. You don't get a dollar. I was four. I'll give him a buck for it. Mark, give you a dollar. There goes a dollar. Or platinum. Julian. Julian? Lennon? What, is he playing the guitar? That's Julian Lennon. Hey, no valet. Julian? What's that, Plexi? All right, uh, 23-year-old Julian is uh, wow. working out I the cords on his spender. Hey, maybe DreamWorks will sign him. Asher. Hey, how's it going? Hey, you're 21. What's going on? Uh, yeah. Um, here's my question. Basically, I just started dating in 21. It was like two months ago. I. Um, Are you done with the date yet? <laughs> you sound like you're, all, you're working out a little bit it. there, baby. Yeah. That's all right. I've been there. Yeah, it's a little odd, but, you know, <laughs> I never figured breathe, it out. Baby, breathe, baby, breathe. Basically, what happened is I started dating this girl, and, you know, uh, we... I'm getting horny listening to you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Divulge, dude. Divulge. No, but we, went, we, we started going out, and she, like, started getting these paranoias for some reason that I was gay. Because I, I had, like... You don't sound gay. Uh, well, she put me all these feminine qualities that she tagged onto me. Anyway, it was just we had... Uh, I think we had sex once but then just one day i was like i'm not attracted i'm just not even did not, you have not trouble tallying up the once <laughs> i think <laughs> well it's, uh, if you listen to techno late at night let me see how many times you had sex uh <laughs> how much thinking Sunday, how uh, much thinking you gotta do i was having sex with her yesterday i mean four years ago <laughs> what do you mean october uh, once no you know what this guy's rap put him on again uh, yeah, we, we will good. we gotta go to, really we gotta cool. go to a commercial break uh, uh, we'll come back with the hyperventilating asher and more sugar <laughs> all of my most sensitive areas were inflamed really loveline will be right back to deal with inflamed sensitive areas Here. So What's is up? Dr. Drew, and so is Adam Carolla, so, so is Loveline, and we will be back in 10 seconds. This is Loveline on Radio Station. Stinky gross. Uh, Sugar Ray is here off uh, CD's floored. Uh, Dr. Drew is here. Adam Carolla is here. Uh, tomorrow night we will be in, uh, where are we going to be? Boulder, Drew? Yeah. Hey, yes. You guys, what are you going to ask in your TV show? Wait, what? Uh, uh, that's such a we're, bummer. We're starting up in a few weeks. And because, you know, I, I feel guess. a little slighted. No, no. I, mean, I really yeah, do. I, I, I have a prediction. They'll be on the TV show. 
Oh, absolutely. Great. Okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, I guess this is sort of, you know, I guess the uh, the apprenticeship you do before you go. I mean, <laughs> no, I, no. I saw Bloodhound Gang got right into the TV thing. Yeah. So, the, I uh, mean, how plat Cujo licked be? me, or uh, what's the uh, what's the uh, guy from the Bloodhound Gang? Jimmy Pop. Jimmy Pop. Jimmy, Jimmy Pop is cool and He's funny. very funny. Lupus. Lupus. Lupus is awesome, too. Cool. Hey, some guy named after a disease licks you. <laughs> yeah. Evil Jared, man. <laughs> All right, so, uh, no, Sugar Ray, we have not, we've been on, like, summer hiatus with the TV show, and they've just been showing reruns, so, uh, so like, I, I can guarantee you that you will be on in a few weeks. When All we, we want to do is up. be considered, that's it. Yeah, it's it's not something we have any control over. I'm at sure all. I know. Uh, yeah, I've heard that, that before. That. Uh, but you know, we we are <laughs> we've been considered for meatballs ten. So we, remember what know, I we'll have to wear our options. Remember what I said about this stuff not getting these guys' heads. I rescind it entirely. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Sugar Ray is here tonight. Uh, David Faustino will be in here on Tuesday. Then the Foo Fighters. Then uh, DB Sweeney and uh, he was great. And uh, the, uh, the what was that hockey movie you did? John Leguizamo will be with who? And sorry, <laughs> I didn't hear. I'll be with uh, D.B. Sweeney. And then uh, Chumbawamba and uh, Melissa Jean Hart. Who's Melissa Jean Hart? Joan Hart. Uh, she oh. was the girl in Eight Is Enough. I'm the sorry. The young one. <laughs> the 10-year-old Oh, one. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. God, she's all over the place in her oh, underwear, yeah. too. She's yeah. hot, though. Yeah. She's I, Clarissa Tells It All or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. All, right? Oh, I dig <clears> her, her because I was so into Elizabeth Montgomery when I was a kid. Weren't you? The, I mean, uh, she could, when she wrinkled her nose, man. Oh, I'll tell you, it was so painful. <laughs> My childhood was so painful. I'd look at Elizabeth Elizabeth <laughs> Montgomery on the uh, on the TV for a half hour, and then I'd come in and look at my mom, and I'd say, oh, <laughs> you no. go, what's wrong? She'd look at your mom, and you go, Agnes B. Moorhead. Endora. I think Dick York looked at... Uh, uh, Dick Sargent and went, hey, let's have a party What's with uh, the guy from the Brady Bunch, the was, older guy. He was checking out Dr. Bombay's package. <laughs> All right, Asher, you're 21. I love this show. Did you get some oxygen, Asher? Uh, yeah, just freezing in my place. You're all right. Where are you calling from? Uh, Reno. And what's Reno. The, what's the temp like That's the capital of the world. No clue. It's just cold. All right. We're going to, where are we going tomorrow? Uh, oh, yeah, you guys we're, are we're going to it. the eye of the storm, yeah. Oh, yes. All right, so, a Asher, you're 21. Are you a virgin? Uh, not anymore. What yeah. happened? While you're on hold, or what happened? <laughs> no, no, no. That that was like a few weeks ago. Uh-huh. And so you went out with a girl, and she accused you of having uh, just, feminine tendencies. <laughs> no, she just, yeah, and she didn't accuse me. She turned them as compliments, but then she started getting worrying, think, worried, thinking I was gay. Because Why, was it your Yentl movies? Uh, no. No, no, not those. Um, actually, it was more like, it's just that kind of, She's like asking me all these questions about uh, things like taking advantage of girls or like how I view most girls sexually. And I was like, oh, I gave these answers and she's like shocked by them. Well, what were the answers? Well, the answer is kind of like, uh, she's like, have you thought of taking advantage of a girl? And she's like, could we slept on a couch before that when we were both wasted? Mm -hmm. And she's like, I didn't try anything at all. Right. Hey, Asher, and do you like guys or girls? Who cares? What's up, dude? I well, mean, you know, it's just time to. Like, you should take a big swim in Lake Mead and get to know yourself. <laughs> well. Well, I think you're a cool dude. Who cares? All right, so I asked you, you've never been with a guy? No. Never fantasized about a guy? No. Then okay. Don't worry about it. Odd dreams, but I'm not into those backdoor shenanigans. I have, and I'm not gay. What All were right. the dreams? Oh, there was some weird dream thing was odd. Was Naked it? guys, strange stuff. Like the Pittsburgh Steelers locker room after the Super Bowl? <clears throat> Cordell Stewart. That was just mine. 
Asher, whatever. Uh, you know, this is this is. I, I don't know what we can say. Except, Asher, just uh, come it, out here on the show. Who cares, dude? We're all just together. Be as honest as you can with yourself, and uh, it, it's suspicious that you wouldn't have any attraction for women. And uh, sounds like you don't have any attraction for men either. Uh, He's but androgynous. A, a, maybe it's just well, that woman or something. Maybe he just likes gardening. A common thing, a common situation is. Uh, somebody who's homosexual afraid or unwilling to feel their attraction for men and there it's easy to repress that yeah but yeah, I, how about maybe he's not gay I mean, no, why don't we, maybe he's not I maybe i'm gay maybe he's not. i don't think he uh i don't think he is i, I won't vouch I'm for gay. you mark but i i will say <laughs> he's out that just the mere fact that he called always brings a little question right. up to me but uh, oh, we uh, use the phone. He's a homosexual. Well, everybody else's gaydar is up on him. Speaking of uh, sports, though, by the way, we we're talking about sports during the commercial, yes, and um, you brought up Pittsburgh Steelers. We did uh, that Terry Bradshaw home team show you a couple not. days ago. Oh, yeah. yeah, I love Terry Bradshaw. How yeah. rad of that! I couldn't believe I was sitting next to Terry Bradshaw. Oh, and he, how big is he? He's big, and he kept hitting me. You're so funny. He's so physical. A physical humor sucks if you're not ready. He's got for a it. big old arm, and he just he kept whacking me away with it. But big old arm. And Adam had the temerity to stand up to this guy. The first time he shakes his hand, he goes, I hate you. You ruined my Super Bowl in 1987. <laughs> oh, <laughs> 79. Whatever. 87, yeah, like, what was he commentating? Yeah. He, uh, he, he he beat my beloved Rams uh, back. Oh, when yeah. I was Pasadena. You and Vince Ferragamo right. can go back. Right. You know, and yeah, I, I made him apologize. <laughs> you know, you did that. not. Yes, I did. That's Didn't awesome. Drew, would you back me up? Yeah, and he, he actually got big upset. I, really, I'm, I'm sorry. If I'd known, Adam, no I'm so way. Sorry. Right. What about Star Wars and Swan? You get hold that, too? No, but I, Star Wars beat you and Swanee and those some nice I, catches. I told him I wanted Franco Harris. To so I'm sure Ash is getting really horny over the sports talk, aren't you, baby? Uh, no, he doesn't like sports. He's gay. All right, <laughs> we're moving is he gone? on. Yes, Asher, yeah. Asher, you're 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 okay. Don't worry about it. Julian. Yo. Hey, you're back. I am here. Hey, what were you doing before? Practicing your guitar? No, that was Guns N' Roses in the background. Was oh, it right. really? Okay. Appetite for Destruction is one of the best records of all time. Thank you. Yeah. Use your illusion too. What's no, no, I didn't say that. I said appetite for destruction. <laughs> well, that's what I was listening to. But Adam and Drew, you guys, um, you guys make a really good team. Thank you. Yeah. You um, have no idea. I like Metallica, anyways. So All who right. cares? Listen, I drink a lot. So um, do I, dude. I'm drinking I smoke now. Lots of pot, and I smoke lots of cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> so you're okay. Next call. All right. I try not to, though. I mean, I, I work really hard not to do so. I feel like I have a lot of good stuff going for me, but I always revert back to this hardcore like lonely session where I just get wasted and my question for Drew I'm not really sure what it is but I, what I'm not sure of is if, if it's psychological like I just need to get over something and I use alcohol for that or if I'm just fully alcoholic and I just do that well uh, is the, the sort of acid test question is do you have the family history of alcoholism I'm adopted. I don't, I don't yeah. know Jack. Which which often is a positive history. You know your life. nationality? Yeah, I'm English. English, yeah. Scottish? Right. Scottish or Irish? I um, don't know. Yeah. I, I think my dad was German and my mom's English. Okay. Yeah, no, dad. Well, uh, being being adopted is is a loosely positive history, frankly, because it's a more. What do you con mean loosely positive? Well, I can't history. prove it, but I you know if I see somebody with suggestion of addiction and they're adopted, I consider that enough. Not not that adoption means addiction, but. Adoption off commonly does. I mean, it's commonly, you know, there's often... You're more apt to give your kid or your infant up for adoption if you come from a situation where there's alcohol. It's a common thing. It's a my common mom situation. says my birth dad had, had um, learning disability. Mm -hmm. and, That's and nice. And I was diagnosed with dyslexia and spatial concept disorder and both 
Uh, I, I don't know. I wouldn't tell my kid that. That, uh, that no. to me is yeah. like, sets them off bad. You know? It's like a guy's about to uh, drive a tee shot, and you say, "Do you inhale or exhale on the downswing?" <laughs> I mean, she's just effing with you when she says that. I mean, if my mom said to me, "How old were you when your mom told you that?" Well, I got tested when I was like. 17, like right before um, college. Hey, imagine at age 17 your mom says, you know, uh, the alcoholic guy we adopted you from? Oh. Learning disability. Yeah, yeah, yeah really. <laughs> uh, you, yeah. Hey, Julian, yeah. Let, let me ask you something. Like, It sounds like you're in college. Right. Because you said before college, and it sounds like, what, you smoke cigarettes and smoke pot and drink beer? Well, oh, my God, you sound like the most average college student I've ever heard in my life. And look, you know, you got to pick and choose your spots, bro. You know what I'm saying? I mean, don't don't have, a, like, a sort of self-fulfilling prophecy where you go off your head and go, oh, I'm drinking and smoking pot. I mean, look, we've all experimented. We've all been there. I've been there. I've been to college, blah, 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 man. Yo, I know. Just keep your priorities way, together. Though. Like, I see myself in two ways. I see myself like the athlete, like the guy who plays volleyball on the beach every single day and runs up and down the stadium. And, and you have beautiful legs, too, by the way. Thanks. And I also see myself as, like, the coffee shop, cool, kind of, like, lounge singer guy who smokes cigarettes and smokes pot and look, drinks beer and look. just, like, hangs out. And, like, I do, I like, I write a lot. Well, Bro, you're, like you're rad, dude. I'm, like, in between. I don't right. know which way to go. Wait a minute. Why don't you're you romancing write? ideas, and that's natural in everybody. And, like, look, just be who you're going to be. Like, if you, you know, you, you want to be sort of, like, the coffee house freak that listens to, like, weirdo job box songs. But, like, and you want to be the athlete. And that's great. You just got to balance Hold the Hold on, Mark. No. I'm going to pick a, a vocation for Julian right now. Thank what, you. what do you do for a living? I have no job. Yeah. Are you going to school right now? My old man pays my way. All right. That's your problem. No, see, he's smart you need enough a to job. know that. You shouldn't be screwing around on the beach every day and running he's bleachers and whatnot. It's all part of it, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but you see, uh, the devil makes work for idle hands. As his Morrison hand, said, his, true. his hands are too idle. He has my too much mind time. Is idle. When my mind's idle, that's when I need to right. fill it with he, beer. He loves the drama of what he's talking wait, about. Wait, wait, I, wait, I know wait, this wait, guy. Wait, wait, wait. I mean, I'm not hanging right. up on him. Just put him on hold. All right. Here, here's the deal. I mean, addiction is about not being able to stop when you want to, and that's the fundamental complaint he has: is that he tries to stop and can't. And we're speculating there's a family history here, and the reason addiction occurs, it's a conditioning of, the, of a piece of the brain that you have no conscious influence over. It just manifests behavior, and it's a biological event. It's influenced by psychological factors, particularly in insofar as why you begin your relationship with substances and how substances work for you to deal with your own coping. He, being adopted, may have some fundamental psychological problems. I mean, co adopted kids sometimes have some pretty heavy abandonment issues and things that, that they learn early on to manage with substances, particularly if they're addictively prone. The substances have to be very effective for people with the biology of addiction. His addiction, obviously, as you guys are pointing out, has not taken off. It's not way out of control or anything, but he has a suspicion that something's going on here. It, it you know, if he can't control it, if he really cannot, he needs to get some professional help with it and let somebody else assess whether or not this is addiction or whether or not there's some fundamental psychological thing that can be dealt with separately and this is just abuse. Amy. Hello. You're 17. Yeah. What's going on? First of all, I want to say hi to Sugar Ray. You guys are like my favorite band and stuff. Hello, oh, Amy. You're so sweet. And the check's in the mail. Okay, hi. Okay. And um, well, my problem is that, okay, I'm 17 and I'm going to be 18 in a month and a half. And I'm like tired of my family and my parents and I just want to get out of here. But I'm spoiled. I'm like, like woman enough to admit it, I guess. And I know that I won't survive on the streets without my parents. You know. You will not believe me. Yeah, and I like I don't know what to do. Well, what do you mean you're spoiled though? 
like my parents give me everything like everything that I've ever done my parents get, have given to me they bought me a car why do you resent them so much then they they don't give me enough freedom though it's like I have a car but I can't do anything they don't give you enough freedom but they got you a car yeah, that's, that's that double entendre isn't it drive it around the living room or something <laughs> Oh, I wish my parents would have um, yeah, really. bound me that way by giving me a vehicle. I didn't get a BMW until I was 18. Oh, yeah. the tragedy. Well, no you wonder know. you're in the shape you are psychologically. Beach, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, but it's like, and like, okay, I, they let me go to a lot of concerts. That's like my freedom. That's how I get away. I, I've been to a lot of Sugar Ray concerts, too. Right, a Amy, Amy, your parents, L-O-V-E-U, they love you. They're taking care of you. What is your problem? I don't understand. Because when I go to college, I know I won't survive, and I can't talk to them about it. You'll survive. Who's going to pay for college? You'll survive. They're going to provide you with a nice... You know, look, it, you, you're in a good situation. You have parents that obviously love you, provide you with a car. They give you a freedom that you're not acknowledging. And I think there's something you need to look at in that. What do you think college is, by the way? It's it's just a bunch of kids whose parents are paying for their cars and their tuition. And their beer. And their weed and their cigarettes. Yeah. And their, and their season tickets to whatever football team you happen to have. Hockey. Enjoy. All right, but Amy. Well, where are you what, from, Amy? Um, L.A. What okay. is your big beef? I, I'm still not really understanding this. What what skills do you need to cope with college? Like, but, well, I, I don't get all that good grades and stuff. And, like, my parents are on me about that, but they're coming up this year because I am a senior and a half. Well, well, are you going to USC, be, then? Being be, be <laughs> no. overly gratifying. Drew went to SC for <laughs> medical school, to. by That's the way. Really Drew, funny. I went to undergraduate work there. Thank you, communications. Be, <laughs> I did, too. Being overly gratifying can be abusive, too. Uh, parents that don't give kids limits don't give them an opportunity to figure out who they are. Yeah, that usually sucks. I mean, yeah. if she gives kids everything, Here's the and they have control of everything, too. But she says she has that's no freedom. Abu that's so. abusive. But that's the point. They give her everything she, her little heart's desire except a, a self, except a life. Right. And that's, that's abusive. It's like a Barney doll. All right. But let me abuse Amy a little more here. <laughs> Amy, here's the deal. You can construe um, an upbringing as abusive uh, by just about anybody, no matter how much money you have or how little money you have. And... You, Parents are always a pain in the ass when you're 17. They just are. But there's alcoholic, uh, white trash, I'm beating you, sodomizing you, and um, I you know, selling your plasma for booze money <laughs> abuse. And then there's, uh, I'm, uh, I'm giving you a Shell card, a Chevron card, a 76 card, but I'm not going to give you the Exxon card abuse. That was rough. You know what I'm saying, Amy? Yeah. Your abuse is going to garner laughs from uh, most people yeah, Amy, who have been hard, through abuse. It's hard to relate to that. You know what I mean? It sounds like your parents have been good to you. And it's and, and, and like Adam said, it's, it's, it's sort of like, you know what I mean? It's, it's hard to sit here and go, oh, poor Amy. You know what I mean? No, that's not what I want, though. I mean, I just need help. You know, I'm ready to just leave. I go to church, and that doesn't even help me. Are you, are you not getting along with your parents? Oh, not at all. Oh, I just got in a fight with my dad tonight. Well, you're in the perfect age. It's that age. Your parents. It's I, that age. You know, you're in the perfect age. Enjoy the fights. You look back at a couple of years and go, wow. Does he hit you? Anybody hit you when you fight? Um, no. I always like that, Dr. Drew. I, no. I go for it, but, you know. Oh, oh come on. Easy, easy. It's happened since I was, like, 13. I've been, like, arguing with them. and You like, swing at them? No, no, I don't swing at them, but, like, I have those. I'm, I'm just really temperamental, and I, I don't, but, like, when I get in my room, I punch holes through the walls and stuff just to get it out. Something, sure. something. Well, what do you think, Drew? I don't know. I just got the little girl voice here. This is something. You want to gamble? No, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we'll get it out. That's so. hot. I don't know. There's a lot of variables to gamble on. Here. I have a little voice, but I'm I'm not I'm not a big girl, but I'm not a little girl. I play softball, and I'm not a lesbian. 
Really? <laughs> yeah. We all looked at each well, other. That, well, now, hey, that's insane. <laughs> Give it a few more innings. Don't go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I can't remember what my last uh, tally was, but I think uh, anything over about 180 innings in softball for female, you turn lesbian. Give it a few innings. Are you buying your own mitts now? That's the key. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. I think, I think it's just her age. That's standard teen angst, which we love and we support here. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I wish there was some sort of rotating uh, family plan where Amy could then go to another family uh, that didn't have it uh, quite as good as there her family did. And it, it would probably clean up her attitude real fast. There is a solution. What is it? It's growing up. Yeah. That's yeah. it's a solution. You know, it, you know, it, it's, you know, there, there's no, like, pave the way how to grow up. And just, yeah, it happens Amy, to all of us. you sound like a, you know, a girl with a good head on your shoulders. And, Go to college and enjoy your parents. And, and, yeah, and don't college, bail out on your parents College either. could be the solution for college her. Having, having relationships with her peers in an Absolutely. independent manner might be the solution. Ashley, you're 20. Hi, Adam. Hey, you're on with Sugar Ray. What's going Ruined on? Ruined Sugar Ray. Hey, Ashley. I just want to say to the band first, I saw you guys in Fresno. Mark, when you had laryngitis or strep throat, I don't remember which one it was. It was both of those. It, well, you kicked ass anyway. You're All so right. nice. My God. And I'm going to see you guys on the first with 311, and I'm so excited. Hey, Ashley, yeah, it's going to be so fun. You should see my new costumes. I got them from Freddie Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're a little restricting, but I don't care. <laughs> I'll be up front. Okay. Oh, you All don't right. want to be too close. You might get hit with something. Ashley? Uh, yeah, Drew, I have a question for you. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Um, <laughs> I can't get past the Freddie Mercury thing. Hang on. But don't, you don't need to. Okay. Uh... All right. Um, Drew, for the past about month or so, every once in a while I've been knowing... <laughs> Okay, this is a less than fascinating medical problem. I'm warning you all right now. Um, there's been blood in my urine, and I'm going to see the doctor tomorrow, but I'm really, really scared, and I don't know what they're going to do to me. And you're sure it's blood? Um, well, It's yeah. not just that the urine's turning brown or anything like that? It's No, I'm fairly certain it's blood. Any pain when you urinate? Huh? Any pain when you urinate? Uh, a little bit of burning, but not anything that's... Any a sense of urgency when you have to go? Not anything that's abnormal. Okay. The the in your age, you're 20. The most. Do you do likely, aerobics and stuff? Are you kidding? No, no, no. no. The no. most likely probability is a. Is Sorry, a I didn't mean to offend you with the you, exercise you, allegation. <laughs> Whoa. Got it. I'm control yourself. Sorry, most I'm likely cause of this, some of your age, is just a plain old urinary tract infection. It's been going I've, on. For, I've been trying to drink massive amounts that, of listen, cranberry juice. It will not do it. It will not. You have to take antibiotics. And, okay. And uh, that's. The probability, that's what it is. What about, I remember I had blood in my the, urine the, once. The list of probabilities of causes of blood in the urine is a huge list. Really? Kid, what are they going to do to me at the doctor? They're I'm just going to They're going to look at your urine and check a culture and probably put you on antibiotics for a week and then check your They're back. not going to, like, fill me full of chalk substances and no, make me pee in an x No, Maybe. no, they might, they might do something called an IVP, which is where they, or, or a kidney ultrasound, where they just make sure there's not something. I mean, the, the possibilities include, I mean, I don't want to scare you, but there's lots of possibilities. <laughs> of the list, okay, but. I mean, the, the list the list is enormous, but it probably accounts for less than five percent of the causes in your age group. The overwhelming probability is it's just a plain old infection. But it's not to be taken lightly. Not my mom always say, as a registered nurse, my mother yeah. is is like any sort of blood excretion is Anywhere. really serious. Ear, nose, yeah. pee pee. <laughs> no, Ashley, like we're gonna have a good time on the first, but still. Make sure you get well, that Well, I'll make sure I'm all better on the first so I can jump around. Yeah, clean that up. Yeah, I I, uh, I think the ear would be uh, one of the scarier places to excrete blood. No, uh, that's usually just an external. Listen, but how come in the movies when oh, the person tired. falls off the building? Oh, because yeah, yeah, I, I know. That's because like the that's last sign, thing you see. That's a sign yeah. of a skull or, fracture. Or at UFC. You know, so, but you're not awake when the blood's coming out of your ear. That kind of blood. 
Mm, well, one guy no. was once. Well, I, <laughs> I, uh, I had blood in my urine for a while once, and, and uh, the doctor said it was from jumping around too much. Yeah, there is what? that what in is men, that? men from running and things so that, like that, but that's a pretty rare cause. Actually. That was your exercise thing that was valid. Right, that's why you said That's why I was asking, uh, yeah. I said if you... Uh, but that, that's what you determined it is when you've ruled out everything else. I mean, there's tumors and infections and all kinds yeah. of things that can also cause, as well as intrinsic diseases of the kidney. And uh, these have to be, I mean, if her kidney function is normal, if she doesn't have infection, then they can they image the kidney, it's all normal, then you're, then you're left saying, well, it's just one of those things. All right. Uh, we're going to go to another break. Drew, you want to sell, why don't I uh, attempt one, to yeah. sell this yeah. call? Yeah. What, Cara? Uh, Dad has a temper and it's very difficult to get along with. No, I don't like that one. Uh, Monica, who's 16, Dad has asked her to toke out with him. Should, should she? All right. This yes. is something to hang out for. Meanwhile, as the faceless evil closes in on the hapless sleeping populace across town in a shanty one-bedroom, an old woman feeds her parakeet. Come on, Chirpy, have some cheese. You love cheese. Since when are you afraid of cheese? Love Line will be right back. This is Carrot Top, and even losers like me listen to Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Turn on your radio, they'll give you a big hug. It's Love Line, get it? Ow! Ow! Sugar Ray's here, Mark Rodney and Craig. Um, hey, hey, they're going out hey. on Hola. tour soon. They're uh, going to be supporting Floored and, and, supporting uh, and 311. And 311. <laughs> and. Uh, We'll probably hear something from Flock of Seagulls coming up here in the next uh, half hour or so because be uh, Mark has insisted, and um, we don't mind if he uh, bucks protocol a little. He wants to play uh, Flock of Seagulls. We are Flock of Seagulls. Monica. Hey, what's up? You're 16. Yeah. Hey, Sugar, I've got lemonade and brownies, and I really dig the sound. All right. Monica, you're rat. Right. Going you know way what? back. You read Seventeen Magazine, too, didn't you? No. Okay. All right. I'll be over here. <laughs> <laughs> What? Okay. You got a question, Monica? <laughs> what? Anyway. I love your voice, though. Oh, <laughs> thanks. This is correct. Anyways, okay, yeah. <laughs> I was on vacation with my dad. He's, I was visiting him. He's, like, traveling around Europe. And um, he, like, was searching through my backpack, and he found some zigzags, right? And so he's like, hey, you got any more? Let's go toke out, you know? And I was just like, what? I know oh. my dad's been smoking for, like, a long time, because I've, like, caught him many times. But I don't know. It's, like, weird. Now he, like, wants to smoke out with me and stuff. So did you smoke out with him in Europe? No. Or when you got back is when he looked through your bag? No, it's when I was there. Uh huh. Still in Europe. So what'd you, what'd you? So you're gonna fly out to uh, Amsterdam, toke out, and then fly back? <laughs> no, no. Can you guys just you, toke you, out you over you the made, phone? You made the right decision by not. Hey, Monica. Huh? Do you value your father-daughter relationship? We well, we don't really get along. So I was wondering, like, if I toke out with them, you know, if I blaze. Absolutely um, not. Okay. There's no bond. And there, there never will be a bond between you and your dad if you smoke out with him. You hear me? You serious? I, I promise you that you'll you'll never. You know, I don't mean to be sound harsh, but you'll never respect him. Like if he like if he if he looks at your grades and sees you get a D, and you're like, hey dad, what about that weed we smoked a couple weeks ago? You know. <laughs> so I I mean it like, I I just don't think it's a good idea. Doctor Drew, help me out. I'm 100% behind you. Not only is the modeling of that behavior uh, immensely powerful. It's a very poor boundary 
situation. The, there's no boundaries between the two of you, yeah. and he then becomes no longer the parent. Well, He's going to be your buddy and your peer, which is the most unhealthy kind of parenting there is. Of yeah. all time. And Monica, how old are you? 16. So if, if, if some, you're choking out a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah, see, the uh, water do doesn't that uh, fall too far from the bomb. I don't let it get in the way of my grades or, like, I just have a well, well, I can tell. It but will it, eventually. Like, hey, Monica, you, you know, you, you basically have the same respect for some, like, yo-yo that goes, hey, you want to smoke some weed, Monica? Like, you're going to look at your dad like that guy. And, like, look, the parental thing is good. You need to you need to cater to it and exercise it because you could have a but, good relationship with your parents and be alternative and kooky and weird. You but, can. You well, can. I think it's what Monica is saying is dad has already sort of forfeited that yeah. parental right by uh, toking his way right. through Europe. So that's where but, she has to stand But, but, but listen, but, but, but Adam, he, she does not have to exercise yeah. it. And she can still hold him in you. vain and maybe help him be the parent he needs to be. Yeah, you got to set boundaries for your dad, Monica. <laughs> I, I hate to say. No, but that's yeah. weird. You She's know, already hey, stuck with the bad parent. Hey, this is the '90s, all right. What we is, sat through the Hunter episode. It's a new way. What What is your What is your dad doing, by the way? What's he doing? Construction, yeah. I bet, huh? A year off, and he's on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> is he into construction? No. Yeah. How old is he? How old is he? He's 41. And what What did he do? What did he do? He worked at head shop. Funny. <laughs> He works at IBM. Was he in the Turtles? What? <laughs> Are they looking for that guy no, still? Like, I mean, I grew up with pot because like, my dad used to grow it in the backyard and stuff. Right. So like, okay, well, I'm out. I'm out of the conversation. Great. All right. So, Aww. well, what, let me let me just just point something out to you. Do you remember the first time you got high? Yeah. What did you think of the drug the very first time you really got high? Well, nothing because it didn't work. The first time you got high on it. The first time you used it. Oh, the first time. Usually, it takes about high. usually takes about three or four times before somebody yeah. gets high. But it was cool. I liked it, <laughs> obviously. You I think about food? <laughs> you just kind of liked it, and that was it. I, I thought it was really cool, actually. All right, so, Drew, what are you, Drew, what are you getting at? The show's two Mo hours. Most addicts, <laughs> most marijuana addicts will, will have I can talk that way about them because I love it. Where they they love it. They absolutely love it. It's just an amazing experience. Rob, what do you think? And from that day forward, you, you're preoccupied with it every day for the next between <laughs> 1 and 20 years. And somewhere down the line there, it'll stop working. And you'll start using more of it, try to get the same high. It won't work, won't work, won't work. You'll start escalating your alcohol use. And in this day and age, what most people do is switch to speed. And then I see them when they come in for, for their amphetamine dependency. Well, it's cheaper. Well, because speed, because well, your teeth fall out. That's the, that's the bummer. Rodney, you hey, talk, Dr. Have you, you ever smoked a lot? You've God. never smoked. I, I got to be the doctor here. He, he, read our book when it comes out. He's, uh, he's no, but I just, I'm just wondering because, like, look. He, I, I, the things you say make such perfect sense, and you, obviously it you, you Let's put this way. I, 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 Some experience. I don't know, man, putting your line, maybe I maybe you're selling books, but I don't know. I'm just asking. I treat uh, marijuana amphetamine addicts every day of my life. Right, but a I'm just asking A day does not marijuana. go by that I don't see a marijuana addict. And you know I believe that. So you can come to the unit with me someday. I'll introduce you. No, no, you. I totally believe that. I know yeah, you do because it's, you're it's, so educated in the way you speak and you talk to the kids, which is great. Yeah. But I was just wondering no, if what abusing, your personal experience was. He doesn't feel comfortable about talking about his personal experience. And that's okay. Yeah. Because I've smoked pot before, and I find myself watching religious channels for like three hours in a row. And, and finding, maybe converting. To Here's what, what you watch when you smoke pot. Whatever was on the TV when you turned it on. <laughs> we'll be there. Exactly. What's this girl to do? Because her dad is obviously not going to let this rest after... Well, maybe he will. Maybe she's oh, he will if she Well, says he's it. in Europe, so it's sort of a yeah. moot point. But <laughs> yeah. um, it, it's... Uh, Hopefully he's in Germany, like, really bumming out. Dying. Dad is... Uh, I, you know, you want to... 
you know, there's this whole thinking that you're supposed to be friends with your kids, and it's that uh, is the it, worst. It's sort of, you lose yeah. a, a respect. I, I hate that mentality with everything I have. Like when parents are like, oh, well, my mom's my best friend. I'm like, okay, well, let's go through the list of why you're dysfunctional. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, let me tell you something because like my parents, meet they they've always had this sort of authority respect vibe, and you've got to maintain that. Otherwise, what 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 is there? Uh, you have to. It's like it's why the drill sergeant doesn't say, uh, call me Larry, boy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> He, yeah, because yeah, he is preparing you for battle, and uh, the world is 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 a it's tough a place, and you have to prepare for it. Absolutely. And it's why your gym coach, and it's why the drill sergeant, and it's why your P, your teacher, your history teacher, whoever. Yep. That's why you call them Mister Something or yep. Mrs. Something. Yep. Yep. Because if you lose that respect, then it, you over. lose your edge, and over. you're going to get shot out on the and battlefield. And you lose you. Thank you, Kara. I don't know what that meant, but thank you, <laughs> Kara. You're 20. <laughs> My dad has really high expectations for me, and your dad does. Yeah. And right. Our last caller's dad was just high. Sorry. <laughs> um, so sometimes um, I meet them, but a lot of times they change, and I don't really. Um, it's it it affects a lot of areas in my life. My relationship with my dad it's really poor. Your what's your ethnicity? I'm um, we moved here from East Germany. Hmm. Well, there it is. It wants to be a gym, gym, gymnast. <laughs> but, High but expectations. <laughs> but it's gotta, common be for like Olga it's common for immigrant parents to really put a lot of pressure on their kids. You're, you're supposed to live out the opportunity that they never had. And I, I uh, do, you know, I study all the time and stuff like that. But um, give us an example of some of the. Uh, I had an opportunity to do a really good internship uh, this last summer, and my and father wouldn't let me do it. Where at a record company? No, but it was a really good place. Like at a, um, um, but I wasn't allowed to do it because it was in Boston. My parents live in a different um, city, and I had to work for my dad. And um, how old are you? Twenty. You, you're in college now. Yeah, I'm in college. Well, that's sort of unfair. Do you, you live at home? No, no, I live away. But it was a really prestigious internship. But I couldn't do it because my dad really wanted me to work for him. And what I does did. he do? Um, he does what you do. He's a doctor. It does what Drew does, yeah. and he wants you to be a doctor. Yeah, yeah. And you don't? Do you not want to do that, or? No, I do. But the, when I did work for him, I really worked hard, and it wasn't stuff that was really difficult to do. But it was just paper stuff. You know, I did statistics for him and things. And he was never satisfied. Yeah, his girlfriend was always like a better worker, or like. Uh oh, that's no. like that is a. We, uh, you know, we, we're, we're getting the spectrum of calls here, which yeah. is, there's two ways I think you can screw up with your kids. One is that totally laxed, laid back, do your own thing. Smoke a doobie. Kind of thing. thing. Yeah. Uh, smoke a joint. And, um, <laughs> um, you know, go ahead and uh, live off cocktail weenies, whatever floats your boat. And the and the other one is, is uh, uh, you'll I'll never admit that you did anything great. Like, if, if you come home with an A, you I'll want to know why it's not an A+, plus because if I back down for a second, you're no. going to get comfortable. Yeah, he tells me that there's, like, great inflation now, and when he was... Great inflation. inflation. <laughs> so C back then was right. equivalent yeah. to an A today. Right. Where are you in school? And the Cold War is just warming up. Yeah. Uh, great inflation. What but you know what? And, there's nothing wrong with parents wanting their offspring to succeed. Yes, yes, yes. Nothing. Yeah, but you can overdo it. But, no, but that becomes abusive, too. You know? I understand, Dr. Drew, but I, I, I think just hearing you speak, I, I think you're a very intelligent person. I think your parents... Are behind that, you know, and I understand being mm -hmm. 20 though and not being able to Boston is sort of a bummer. 
Mm. But it, uh, expound. It, yeah. it is a, it is a balance. I mean, it's okay to be tough, but once in a while, Dad needs to give you a hug and tell you how that's proud he is. He's human, man. You know, right. Yeah, but that's not him. He shouldn't. She doesn't have that father. I'm just sort of afraid of him. Like well, I can't, your dad's East German. He's got you know. Your dad probably like ate rocks when he went Where's to school. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, I mean, this guy has got Big a standard, legs. and he wants you to meet it because he did it. Your dad did it. You, D- you, does he wear a monocle? <laughs> no, no. Where's your mom? Does he wear old Adidas from the 70s? <laughs> Where, where's your mom? Yeah, but he thinks they're new. They're divorced. They're divorced. And where is she? She's living in the same state as he is. Um, Do you have a relationship with her? Yeah, I'm really close to her. I call her. Can, like, does she help you? Does she help you withstand his uh, controlling? Uh, you no, know, it sounds don't like. Don't call it abuse. Don't call enthusiasm abuse. Yeah, <laughs> it is. But it's but it, anything that annihilates the person. That's it's not true. respectful or empathic of a person. That devoids it of spirit. Uh, yeah, it's uh, abusive. It's, you're you're, right. you're he's there to meet her his needs. You're right. Dog. For she her to be there. perfect. Right. Yeah, she's there to be perfect for him. I'm you're picturing right. the movie Shine. You guys, anyone see yeah, that? There you movie? go. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. Extreme version. Yeah. Hey, next time you see your dad, ask oh. him to say, "Hogan." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Listen, Kara. Here, here's the bottom line. I know your dad's torturing you. Uh, you will be uh, ten times, you know. Look, uh, Tiger Woods' dad uh, tortured him. How and, about uh, Woods, huh? Look, look what Why the can't hell I go up in the plane? Why look, can't I go up in the plane? Look what he's doing, you know. Uh, <laughs> you will be better off. And here's here's the deal: you'll be tortured for a long time. You'll uh, get a little therapy when you're older, so you don't torture your own kids. And then you'll be making a ton of money and uh, be a right. hell of a lot happier focus, than most focus, people. Right. Focus on 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 the career that he wants you to have, so you can get some independence from him. Well, go for right. your art, sweetheart. Just go do your best. Your That's all you can do. And you sound like you get a good head on your shoulders, and it's nice talking to you, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, I, I couldn't uh, imagine the uh, over-domineering uh, Earl parental. Uh, Especially uh, German. Yeah, I mean, my... Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, very serious It's a mistake, and you're going to prove it. We just came from Germany, man. Oh, you did? Woo! Yeah. Well, it's kind of uptight over there. It's oh, very serious. God. Just, just everybody, everybody in Germany, like like for a band, every guy looks like that 70s porno guy with like the bad mustache and the Pete Rose haircut. You know what I mean? <laughs> every right. guy, like, like the, uh, you think you're the top. No, no, we're just here to like play some rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Can I have the McNuggets, too, while I'm waiting? And they're so uncool, man. There's something about the attitude in Germany. I got a huge beef. They're, what? Uh, What's the deal? Well, they no, they're just, just angry, this aggressive, stoicness. Like, like you, we order pizza, like, um, you know, you're trying to be casual, trying to be nice. Uh, pizza margarita, please. You know, and like, they don't answer you. They yeah. give you the pizza. It's just the worst sort of set of protocol of manners I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I've but, noticed but, it's <laughs> it's the older generation, especially in Germany. Oh, the older generation, the guys are like they're they're, real... they, they don't think they were wrong. Yeah. yeah, it's still it's that mentality. Like, okay, you know, They're either ashamed. And I don't want to bring it up, but there's something weird there. There's that <laughs> '70s porno hysteria. Well, there's uh, and please don't let's not knock porno. I don't no. want to. because no, some of the best porn I've ever seen came out of Sweden. The. Uh, you know, they're they're different. Randy West. I can't follow you guys. They're they're different. They're different cultures, and uh, oh, different cultures are, are laid out different ways. Exactly. Yeah, and you know, some things we have to acknowledge as being wrong. Okay, right. wrong. Like when you go to Italy, but, like going feces in a hole is not right. There are toilets now in the 90s. Here's here's the thing about the Germans. Uh, they're not. You want to drive their cars, you don't want to party with them. Right. Now, <laughs> oh my. Jamaica can't make a car because they're too stoned and too busy dancing. And <laughs> but you want to party with them. But you want to party with them. You want to bring a Mercedes into Jamaica. Right. You, you, yeah. If you could drive a Mercedes to Jamaica, <laughs> I think that'd be the best possible marriage of cultures. But uh, it's a cultural. That's thing. funny. We'll be back. That's 
Hi, everybody. It's Phil Hendry. I'm the host of The Science of the Funny, a podcast that looks at uh, the creation and the craft and the art of comedy. And uh, we talk with great comic inventive people about uh, how they do their thing, how they how they make it happen. We've had Dave Keckner on, Horatio Sanz, Karen Kilgariff, Will Sasso, Wayne Fetterman, Heather McDonald, lots more coming up. And I hope you'll join us for The Science of the Funny. Professionals. Download an exciting new episode every Thursday at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. Hi, this is Jenna Jameson, starlet of the air, and nothing makes me hotter than listening to Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Yeah, she sure, certainly is. I feel like I've uh, raised Jenna uh, like a, uh, since the time she was a pop. Sugar Ray is here. Hey, hey. Mark Rodney and Craig. Hello, everybody. It's the last segment, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, good. You guys, uh, they've uh, rejuvenated the show. You guys, it's we're, been real, we're, this is really a fun thing to do. This I is a say. fun radio show to do. We, we uh, I know, but you know, it's kind of nice because um, we're like an elderly couple. <laughs> <laughs> and, and some young swingers have moved in right, underneath like, us. You're like the grandparents taking the kids to Magic Mountain, right? Right. Uh, and, let's and, do the Viper. And uh. next thing you know, we're up on, uh, you know, Superman and, and having a good time, too. Because if you wrong. guys weren't here tonight, we both would be here stewing in our own juices, uh, uh, pissed that, at the world. So screaming wrong. at each other. You guys screaming are at so each other. on it. And you guys are wrong. <laughs> That's you, when you bring you in the coffee can. You need a little, you, need, you know, you guys are so on it. And it's a fun show to listen to. It's great to be a part of Ah, well, thank you very much, Mark. There's, there's no, that, that, that's the real deal, right, you guys? We, we Especially do. when the callers out. have good questions. We do appreciate that. Or coffee cans. Yeah, that, that, Andrea. That's right. Hi, guys. What's going on? Nothing much I wanted to say before I start. Uh, I love Sugar Ray. You guys are so cool. Thank you, thank very you much. so much. It never gets old. It's weird. It's weird that it never gets old. <laughs> and I want to know, um, Dr. Drew. <laughs> yes, ma'am. About a virus called HPV. Have you ever heard of it? Of course. One okay. of the most common things out there. What is that? A human papillomavirus. Uh, it's the toughest thing ever beat. Did, uh, did uh, <laughs> it kept you out of the 88 season, didn't you? It certainly did. Uh, yeah, I went down for that, and it came back when uh, they brought in a Mark Landsberger back in 82. You know, I was I was reading some data on on herpes and HPV, and uh, it, it, herpes. It, you have argued with me about this, but it's that's a health it's plan. Thirty percent now. 30%, and I suspect in urban 30% of Jewish friends have herpes? Po- no, it's a New, New England <laughs> Journal article from last week. Herpes and, sucks. And, and the, the, the wart virus is probably twice that common. Those are gross. So these are, if you're sexually active and you're not wearing a condom and you live in an urban center, you're going to have warts. You're screwed. Yeah, you're going to have warts. You're going to have And that's the HPV. And for women, it's a significant issue because it can increase the risk of cervical cancer. And yeah, they're not as obvious, what, huh, Dr. Drew? That's what they thought it was. Right, they can't find them. They're not as obvious. With a dude, you're like, whoa, a little cauliflower. <laughs> right. Well, it's, it's different. Uh, it's a difference between uh, stuff being like outside of the the mayonnaise jar and stuff being at the bottom. Right. It's, it's like just the director's cut from Pulp Fiction opposed to what you saw. So what oh. I want. No idea what that meant. What do you want, Andrew? I need therapy, though. I wanted to know um, what are the odds of this becoming cervical cancer? Uh, I can't give you a number in terms of your specific risk. I can tell you it's higher than if you hadn't had it. Mm-hmm. But there are multiple things that contribute to the risk of cervical cancer. One is more than one sexual partner. 
beginning your sexual activity at a relatively young age, mm-hmm. having the wart virus, having herpes viruses, these are the things that increase the risk. And all you need to do is have very careful screening because uh, the cervical cancer can be completely cured as long as it's caught early. Well, they had me in for like a leap and a colposcopy, mm-hmm. so... And they got it. And, and they got it. Okay. So. And you'll and you got it. You gonna bring it back in a few months? I have to go back every four months for a year. Yep. And then probably every six months for a while after that. And then yeah. that, And then that's it. It's taken care of. And that's the gynecological exam. Yes. It's, yeah. To so see if if it's still there. Yeah. It, it is still there. It's always there. It's, it's, it's see if the can any more cancer coming back. Mm. The thing. So. Another good uh, place to use my uh, my sniffing dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, genius. I know I've talked about this a lot over the last couple of weeks, but I came up with this idea that I think is is genius, that uh, these dogs that sniff at the airport for bombs and drugs and whatnot. We've been through it. We've been through it. For yeast, for uh, cancer, gynecological sniffing beagles. Dogs go right there anyway, so you might as well have them. That's right. Ask Stone Temple Pilots. When the dogs begin to smell. Don't be singing. Oh, oh, yeah. Jesus, come on, guys. (laughs) He will. Hey, by the way, take care of sweetheart. (laughs) <laughs> Laura. Yeah, hi. 25. Uh-huh. Hey, Laura. Hi. Oh, hey, Sugar Ray. You guys are truly dazzling. Yes. Uh, <laughs> how are you? Um, I'm somebody that you want to meet. I <laughs> bet. Where, where do you live? I live in Sacramento. We'll be in Ball, Sacramento in about uh, four days. Or five days. <laughs> what would I say? What would I say? Ball, really, Sacramento. I really, 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 really want to see you guys. <laughs> Me too. Laura, what's going on? Okay, what's oh. going on is there's this guy that God, I Dr. Know. Drew, that's a mean guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. Okay, let's get to it. All right. Um, there's Told you guys, the part is over. <laughs> I've known this guy for four years. Um, I, I'm a cosmetologist. I cut his hair. Um, just well, about, get that mohawk, about a year ago, we started to like go out, maybe like to a movie or something, whatever. Anyway, you and Dr. Drew? <laughs> one time we got, um, we came back to my place. We got really saucy and ended up in bed. But right when it came to it, he's all, I'm not going to have sex with you. And I'm all, what? He's all, it's because I really like you, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, if we did it, then, therefore, you know, I don't know if... I know what that he is. Couldn't he's get got it a problem. Out. He's yeah. got a problem. That's a switch. Yeah, because he's... this guy's tall, like Rico Suave, really good looking. But so, yeah, so totally. you, yeah, he turned it around on you. He but, you know, there's a variety of things that could happen because this almost happened to me once. I almost had a testicle removed, and that could be his problem. I swear to God, I had a thing called torsion, Dr. Drew, yeah. where my ball twisted in such a that way. That hurts, huh? It, well, it, it didn't feel too good. And then I, I, there was a six-hour window where I almost had my testicle removed, so there might be something wrong with him, so I wouldn't take it personally. Go ahead, Dr. Okay. Drew. Okay, so, so he really does probably, like, respect me. Because, I mean, after that, you know. I bet he went home and painted the walls. I think. Yeah, I'm sure he did. I think he used it as a game yeah. to get you to do your thing. Well, let's talk to the professionals. You know he totally has me wrapped around his finger. Exactly. And it works. Maybe once every few months because he lives out of town. And he'll come and get his haircut and then we'll go do uh, He's got it tight. But you're not wrapped up. You're not having sex, though. So. No, huh? But, but there is something wrong with him. I, I, I swear. I promise you. Are I'm you not trying. No, I, I just because. You feel it, huh? No, being a guy that has his own sexual hangups, yeah. I've got a lot of them. Like, like you know, Mark God, God, to yes, is Mark. Aww. God took a lunch break when he made my my unit. <laughs> but uh, be, and I know I have a lot of hangups myself. It was a short break, wasn't it? It was, just a <laughs> break. It was beyond. <laughs> Look, I got three he testes up, and one I peed out. He worked overtime on me. <laughs> What's that, honey? He made up for, it for your looks in the band. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm in a band because of, I, you know, because okay. Anyway, Dr. Drew, could you help her with what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, no, I'm going to jump in here. Because Adam has the same props. He's going to take over Ask for you. Some Adam and the ants. I am going to say... <laughs> 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 I'm going to say that 
there's something that has to do with either this guy's unit or his ability to use his unit effectively. His functional unit. Uh, that is that is hovering around here. I'm getting this vibe. I have not met many guys who feel real good with themselves yeah. naked and who know what they're doing when they're with a woman okay. who've turned down yeah. sex. Yeah. Especially since you guys have, he has not sealed the deal on the number number of times he's seen you since then, but, and he only sees was, you every also, couple of months. Also, yeah. what was peculiar about this one is it was in the clutch. Yeah. Right. I like you too much to a concert. He went all the yeah, way. Right. He all he the way. He said this. He said. All the way you to know, the bed, and then no. For a long time, he said, he goes, Laura, if, 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 you know, if I didn't respect you so much, I would have, like, bagged you a long time ago. And oh, that's did, like some Eddie Cleaver stuff. Are you sure he's a man? Eddie Cleaver, you mean Eddie Haskell. Did, well, did, I've taken a few beers. <laughs> I don't know. Who am I talking to? Did he get I feel his, like Elvis doing the dead years. Did he get his pants off? Oh, yeah. We were naked. He did? Well, and how did it look? Um, I was really drunk, but it, um... <laughs> you it, sure it was a snitchel? Well, the stars at night are big and bright. I, I didn't seem to make anything, um... Abnormal? I didn't seem to make anything um, Grow? spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, was he flaccid? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Was he small? Right. No, he was medium. I yeah, guess. but he wasn't. He. he well, you he, know what? He's probably listening. So I. Have what's to his name oh. and last name? His name is, <laughs> is, is Anton <laughs> Sal. Just kidding. All right. Uh, oh, I bet uh, that's it. Maybe has right, a maybe has no, a problem his raising a flag. It's not his name. Yeah. Laura. Yes. He couldn't get it up. Yeah. Right? Maybe. Yeah. maybe. All right. Well, well you know, he might have been on cocaine or some other stimulant. That's exactly what I think it is. You know, because I think I know this guy. He sold me some bad stuff last week. Oh, Ooh. man, that's lame. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Oh, Let's oh, oh, hey, oh, 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 I'm always... No, I don't, I don't give a crap about that drug talk. Well, hold on a second. Laura. Yeah. Listen to me. Yeah. And be quiet for a minute. Maybe. You you had sex with this guy. I didn't actually. No, uh, they never, no wait. They never I'm sorry. I'm putting her on hold because I don't want the uh, I don't want the truth to intervene. That was the here while I'm talking. She made it seem as if she met a guy that they went back to the place and that they didn't have sex, but there was no difficulty that the right. guy was having, and she wanted to know why the guy didn't have That's sex with her. That's why I thought her. it was like a game for him to the, the, get the The stuff. reason the guy didn't have sex with her is because the guy couldn't have he sex with her because he, was, he couldn't he couldn't for perform. whatever reason yeah for whatever reason right and uh, <laughs> she doesn't seem to want to uh, face that reality Laura. The guy couldn't achieve an erection, right? Oh, I'd rather face that reality, believe me, than, than think that, that, you know. But he couldn't get it up. Yeah, so, so there's, yeah, I know. I know, but this is like, oh, listen, and then he told you he respects you too much to have sex with you. That's just the well, way you, you get know, it up. No, for, he, he respected me right, too much really right then to get that far into a... All right, uh, listen, hey, listen. this is Rodney. Right. I can get it up. Earth, Earth, <laughs> Earth the lore. It, this is like uh, some guy uh, uh, runs out of the 7-Eleven with three cartons of cigarettes under his arm. He gets caught in the alley, and he tells uh, the guy that he's taking it back to the lab for inspection. And, I don't smoke. And, and, and she believes him. You know? I mean, I, that, that's a beautiful story, by the way. The next time I cannot achieve an erection in front of a woman, I'm going to say it's because I respect her too much, not because I'm loaded and my penis is right. dysfunctional. Excellent. And that is a powdered sugar donut on my face. Now, yeah, uh, this is, a, this is a, somebody who wants reality to be on her terms. Yeah, does right, not yes. accept reality such as this. Aaron Clapton right. song. All right, so now, uh, now he has this sort of hanging over him, and that's why he her. respects you. Not hanging over enough. So and he's much. also strung out on stimulants, and so it doesn't <laughs> matter to him. Right. Maybe many things too that could happen. Anyway. All right. Or a medication or something. Who knows? But he, right. she doesn't. He doesn't. There's no person here. Do you have any sense of who the guy was? No. 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 Some no weirdo person. coke freak. What Surge, was his name again? Uh, Serge, the guy with the uh, flaccid penis. And we'll be back.
I don't think they're aware of how much they suck. Hey, that's my very nice. You kiss my mother with that mouth. I mean, your mother. That line will be right back. I'm Paul Williams. And I'm Tracy Jackson. And the Gratitude and Trust podcast is grateful for... Louis Black, good afternoon. I did find out yesterday that actually the easiest time to clean is not when you're drinking, but when you're hungover. <laughs> From the acknowledgement page, Judd Apatow. Judd, welcome. It's great to be here. Emilio Estevan and Gloria Estevan. I am honored and a huge fan as well, by the way. It's as if you put a frown on the thinker. That's Richard Lewis. And I say bang in Yiddish, that means loving and buying the present and taking them after you have an orgasm to the San Ysidro Ranch. <laughs> Yiddish expression. <laughs> Banging. Download new episodes of Gratitude and Trust every Tuesday at iTunes and PodcastOne.com. Please come and visit. Seagulls uh, How for you. Know Flock of Seagulls just came out of Mark's ass, by the way. <laughs> just, God Almighty. You, know, you, just, it out. you just missed that. That's some fava beans. Flock of buzzards. Uh, I'd like right to ahead of my that. sister if I could. She's down She's down in Newport Beach. Tracy, I love you. Well, and hello, Gretchen. I forbid it. All right. I know uh, you do. I want to say hi to Tracy, too, by the way. That's not cool. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, Stop no. pushing that desk up. Sorry, man. Uh, oh Sugar Ray, Floored is the name of the CD. We are plum out of show. We will be talking to you from uh, Colorado tomorrow night uh-huh. where we have a fabulous show <gasps> planned for you. Namely, freeze uh, your testes off. me yelling about how cold it How's is that snow? and Drew falling asleep. So uh, thank you very much, Sugar Ray. We Thanks, guys. Thanks, it. you guys, for having us, man. Love guys, line. Uh, come back anytime. Uh, we'll see you on the TV show, you actually. Better. And Absolutely. until next time, Sam Crawford, Dr. Drew saying mahalo. This has been Loveline. The opinions expressed herein are certainly opinions. That's for sure. If you'd like a written transcript of today's program, you probably should have written it down yourself. And if you did, we'd like a copy. Loveline producer Ann Wilkins. This broadcast was copyright 1997 Westwood One Entertainment. This music is MXPX on Tooth and Nail Records. Sit, Obo. Obo, stop dragging your butt across the carpet. Uh-huh. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program.